0: It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ live every weekday morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com.
1: Well, Eric, we're uh, back in the studio, and we've just come out of a Daily Thunder scattered thunderstorm season where we just walk through three series. And we're entering into a time where we're taking four weeks off as we're prepping our summer series. But in the midst of all that, we've been doing a lot of stuff in the Ellerslie world. Do you want to give a quick update of just what's going on with the remodel and just what's happening here on the campus? I think for each of us, uh, what we're
0: experiencing in the physical realm is also part of our spiritual lives and development, which is a remodel, a renovation season. I, I think that if we all compare notes, it's just sort of like, wow, we're all sort of just going through a new beginning uh, phase. I feel like for my, my life, my marriage, my family, uh, the church, the ministry as a whole, it's sort of like, wow, this is like, we're overhauling uh, everything. The campus is really starting to come together uh, beautifully. Uh, I'm I'm getting very excited about it. I I have my moments, you know, where I I see things unfinished and it's like, how are we going to get that done in the next uh, few weeks? But uh, just the grace of God has been upon this process. But we have, you know, our campus is around 25 years old. And it was beginning to dilapidate. And one of the challenges we face is we were year-round in our training. So there's no time to actually remodel. And so over the past, I don't know if it's been three
1: years, we've
0: taken sort of an off-season. This is what we've called it. It doesn't feel (laughs) like an off-season to you. The word off-season should mean easier. It's it's
1: an off-season from having students here. It's not an off-season from doing things. (laughs) I think you and I have been busier in these (laughs) off-seasons than any other time.
0: And... But we've been overhauling. So the last couple years, we were doing the dorms. All the dorms were renovated. And this year, we've been doing everything from right near the chapel uh, over a lot of exterior stuff, a lot of landscaping stuff, and we're remodeling the entire uh, lake house. And it's it's been a beautiful process because it's a spiritual process for us too. And I think many of us struggle with changing, especially things that are a part of our memory bank in a positive way. Like that lake house, we have totally transformed it. But there are students that will show up and walk in and they see that we removed the hearth that was right there in the front. It's iconic for Ellerslie. And the tears will stream down their face. faces. Like, I had memories here. You've, you've messed with my memories, man. And so it's it's a unique dynamic. And I even gave a sermon on it yesterday called Forsaking the Desert Sandals and where we have to let certain things go to move on into new things. And anytime you move towards a new thing, you have to say goodbye to old things, even if the old things weren't bad. Sometimes they are bad, like a sinful habit. Yeah, you want to say goodbye to that old thing, but then sometimes they're good, like family and friends when you're called to the mission field. You can't take them all with you. And so you have to say goodbye to a certain dimension of your life so that you can move forward with God and obedience. And In a strange sense, we're experiencing that on this campus. We're getting set up for this next season that God is bringing us into,
1: but it means saying goodbye to certain things that we have had for a long time. I am very excited. I mean, it it is a dying process. Uh, Even when we took out the big tree in front of the chapel, it was weird. I was like, that's actually, I've never actually cared about the tree. In fact, I hate the tree (laughs) because it scrapes my car every time I try to pull in, and yet there was like this, oh, that that that's always been there. And that's always been a part of our... Yeah. And yet, now that we've redone it, I'm like, this is so much better. Yeah. And it is, it is amazing how, as God is bringing us through things, whether it's spiritually on the inside or whether it's the physical things, how a lot of times there is that you don't want to release the old yeah. uh, to embrace what could actually be better mm-hmm. uh, in the long run. All that said, I'm actually very excited for this upcoming season. And I'm really excited. This is... Usually by this point, we always have some space in our semesters uh, that we're really like, hey, you should sign up. And now we're like, ah, uh, <laughs> we are we are completely full for the most part outside of our week-long program. And so we have some space in our week-long, but not in our summer and fall, which is a new experience yeah. too. Usually we have some space. Yeah. So unfortunately, outside of a wait list, people are having to sign up for next year. But that's actually exciting and encouraging to me that in this remodel process, mm-hmm. God is, God is stirring and he's doing something in the lives of not just people here, but I'm starting to notice a greater hunger and a passion for people or just in our sphere. They're just like, I really want greater training. I want more of God. And that to me is exciting to see the body of Christ begin to hunger and truly thirst after righteousness Amen. and really seek the Lord. So I'm, I'm very excited with whatever God has for these next 13 years, uh, in our, in our little world. Eric, we're we're shifting into what is actually daily thunder. Again, we've been in scattered- <laughs> Emphasize the word daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've had daily thunder, scattered thunderstorm season uh, over these last several months where we just do a few days a week instead of daily. <clears throat> and we, in the late June, so June 26, we're starting back up where we're gonna be back in the chapel. Uh, you're gonna have Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm gonna be teaching Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we're gonna be going through daily thunder, uh, which means we're we're jumping into two- brand new series which i'm pretty excited about oh yeah do you want to talk through your series uh what is it you're covering and what is your title uh because <laughs> i there are so many people who are interested of you are such a title person oh yeah uh what what are you oh, calling the series being a
0: title person really has been painful in this
1: situation because <laughs> i have like swapped out my titles and
0: i'm like no i don't like and i think way too much about titles probably but i really do like titles uh my series is we were trying to find a word, uh, James, uh, who's producing this. He's our, you know, he's a great word guy. You know, I like words, you like words, but we none of us had a good word for it. It's, it's halfway between very intriguing to very dangerous. Whatever word that is uh, is what we're wanting to describe my series as. It is highly flammable territory. <laughs> I'm 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 going straight into some of the most challenging topics.
1: Especially in the generation we live,
0: yes, in current yes. current event yes. types of issues, and but I'm not covering current events. I'm actually covering a period of American history, and so if you've if you've ever uh, followed any of my previous series, which are like spiritual lessons from like World War II was my first one that I did, spiritual lessons from Alfred the Great, uh, spiritual lessons from World War One, things like that. That's what this is. This is spiritual lessons from. I just don't have my title. I, I started originally with spiritual lessons from the, uh, I was going to call it secret FBI files. And then I was like, well, <clears throat> some of this isn't secret. Uh, spiritual lessons from the FBI files. And then it's like, no, it's more than that. Because that is very one very intriguing thing from 1914 to 1974. You're going to have World War I. And then you're going to have this movement of organized crime because of prohibition. Then you're going to have the advent of the FBI. And so this time period is going to be the rise of this black and white policeman uh, age and you know, with their jackets and their white shirts and their black ties. And there's something about the black and white. So I've, one of my other things is spiritual lessons from black and white America. And that has multiple meanings, right? And because the racial tensions in this time and which haven't gone away, by the way, are very, very real. And so I'm not sure. Right now the working title is Monochromatic
1: America. Could you for those who don't know what that word means? Mm-hmm. Cuz this it, I hear monochromatic and I I get intimidated. Cuz it's <laughs> like what, what kind of word is monochromatic? Uh, would you even just yeah, explain, well, yeah. The, the easiest way to describe it if you think of a black
0: and white photo, that's monochromatic. It's one color. You know, it's all these different shades of one color. And so that's that's what it is is the monochromatic is black and white. And so that's one of the reasons I was using. It. It's more artistic than just saying black and white. But then people are like, "What in the world's it?" T-? There's no intrigue there, right? It's like, "What is that?" So I don't know uh, what my title is going to be. And I, I have a, you know, one my very first episode. Which, by the way, how, how many episodes have you prepped uh, by now? Uh...
1: None. <laughs> 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 i had no time. I'm, I have my concept. So yeah. I, I at least praise the Lord. I know what I'm doing. It, it uh, is.
0: I don't think people understand how hard it is to manufacture something this big, a series this large. I've been prepping since I want to say late December or early January. And I've gotten one message done, and that's what we call the cornerstone message. And you know what I mean by that. You, to get that first message is establishing a starting place, in history, in concept, in introduction. So I got that done, and I'm halfway through my second message. And I have 42 <laughs> It's about 42 hours of uh, Daily Thunder prep.
1: So it's a big deal. Uh, uh, Of delivery. Of delivery, Let alone, it's it's, it's the hours before. I mean, it's hours per episode of prep. Hours
0: and hours, yes. Uh, And just building keynotes uh, for these things is just a monster project in and of itself, but fun. I think it's funny because I don't want people to feel sorry for us. We we do this to ourselves, right? I, I don't know if I can speak for you, but I love the thought that
1: June 26 we're, uh-huh. we're launching again into this it is so much fun yeah it's it actually is I've been craving this sounds really bad but <laughs> <clears throat> over this last I don't know six seven months I'm I'm craving that season yeah because uh, I love I love what we do in the studio but it is yeah. a very different tone yeah and there's something I love about having students <clears throat> being in the, on the stage in the chapel and, and there's a there is a life there's an intensity. Because you know a normal pastor has you know a sermon or two a week, and there is a great pressure. Yeah. Uh, but to have all the all of our normal teaching, and then on top of teaching, yeah. we have daily thunder. It it is it is a very intense season from, for for study sake, but I I really love it. It's so spiritually invigorating, yeah. uh, and, and just delightful. So if I could summarize in what I hear you saying, mm-hmm. uh, is we don't have a title, <laughs> but we have we have some great options yes, for titles. So some someone's going to have to listen in. Yes. Uh, to the very first cornerstone message to get yes. what is this series actually called? And they will
0: know. They'll know. By that time, they'll know the title. That's right. And they'll know what this is all about. Like What <laughs> I'm actually covering over the 60-year period from World War I to Watergate in 1974. The formative season of America that defines everything we're living in now. I mean, you try and understand why when George Floyd is you know, dies at the hands of those policemen, why there's a reaction like there is. And most people are like, you know, what in the world? Why why is everyone overreacting to this? And that's part of the issue is to some people they're offended that you don't understand why they're reacting the way they are and you call it overreacting. It is a very real tension in American history that I think many today are just oblivious of. And I, I would really like to go straight into that and bring wholeness to us as the church of how we respond to this like what
1: is the biblical response to some of these flammable issues in america right now well even looking at stuff like some of our our sexual perversion that we're walking through not that it started but when you had the sexual revolution you know there's a in the 60s and 70s there's a big spark of that that there's a lot in that time period that is bringing an undercurrent into the issues Mm -hmm. in which we live and even the passivity of the church today and and just some of the the garbly gook of bringing culture into mm-hmm. <clears throat> and dumbing down the word of god um so you know, all that to say is i'm actually really excited to see where you go with this and, and you're excited that
0: i'm doing it instead of you is that yes what you're yes
1: i am praying for you <laughs> but i'm very excited that uh you have this burden uh and not me so <laughs> i will stand with you i'm cheering you on well give us a, a some
0: insight a thumbnail of what you're going to be covering
1: yeah so i, I do have a title what? Uh, I, I know. Uh, and I'm not a title guy. So, uh, but I'm calling the series, Behold Our God. And it's basically freshly seeing the majesty of Christ through the names of God. Uh, I, I just love one of the things I love about the word of God is that everything points to Jesus, especially when God reveals a name. It's not just a name, you know, like, well, I think now nowadays we call kids, just whatever you know, Bertha and Bert and Jaquita and, you know, Bartholomew or whatever. We, we just give them names because we like the sound of them. <clears throat> but when you look at the biblical idea of names, every name just had depth and significance and it portrayed character and nature and attribute. So when, when God gives his names, and there is a load of names in scripture, uh, how long does it take us to read through? Is that 11, 12 minutes? I think it's just, 11 minutes fast with no repetition of right, a name. So just to read the names that we have, you know, that we've kind of curated together, uh, it, it, there's a lot of names in scripture, let alone the attributes and let alone the, the characteristics that God reveals himself as. So I just wanted to take my series and just say, okay, let's, let's freshly behold our God and look at his names, but not just to see a name, but to show how it reveals the majesty of Christ. So that when we see that, you know, the God is the provider that, that that's true always, but that comes to fruition In Jesus Christ, and He is the fulfillment of the fact that God is Jehovah Jireh, that that He is a healer. But it comes to climax when the fact that Jesus is the healer. And so, I just, I really just want to spend this entire season just freshly looking at God and just saying, "Wow, isn't Jesus phenomenal?" And I've been deeply encouraged, even though I don't have a single message uh, figured out at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I have been mapping it out. I've been mapping my twenty-eight out. Um, And there's a lot of names. I feel like, you know, we we have the the normal names that we, uh-huh. we go to, but then there's all these fun, almost unknown names. And I really want to layer in a lot of those throughout the series where it's not just looking at the yeah. the 10 main ones that we often go to. I do want to look at those, but really dive into some of these lesser known names, because I think It really bespeaks of God's character and and His life, but what that means practically for how we live day to day. So I want to see Jesus, but I also want it to practically change how I live and how I approach Jesus in my intimacy, my my trust and my faith dependency upon Him. So, do you have any like
0: spoilers, like some names that you know you're going to cover? Uh... Yes, I
1: do. And so you're not gonna. But give no, those? no. I figured if you can't reveal your title until until you <laughs> launch, I figure I'll hold back which ones I'm actually gonna cover. Very wise, uh, very wise. I
0: like how you do things. Uh, no, that's the way I am too. I don't like to give away too much. You know, you like to hint, but you you know you like to keep uh, your cards close to that's your chest.
1: Probably because I just don't know what order I want to do them. I've been mapping them out, but. I keep switching order stuff. And you don't want to be held to one. Like the yes. moment you say,
0: I'm going to do this one is the moment that I, you're I will, like, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm going to do this <laughs> <one.
1: laughs> I will do Jehovah Jireh. Uh oh, there, wow. there, you, there can hold me, you can hold me that one. Yeah. But I think it's because the story in which that finds its place yeah. is truly one yeah. of the most powerful just demonstrations of God uh, showcasing himself, uh, but in a unique way that we often don't uh, perceive it. So. so then, of course, Jehovah itself...
0: You know, are you going to blow an entire message on that because on, that's on the, the, the foundation name Yahweh. of Jehovah Jireh? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's,
1: uh, a, that's a tough decision. Or do you just like weave it into every one? You yep. know, and just See, say, "Hey guys," yes. as I said in previous <laughs> messages. Then that, yeah. I think a attention is like: Do you look at El Elohim, yeah. Yahweh, and all Adonai, right. yeah, which those. are the foundational ones? Uh, or yeah. uh, I so I'm, I'm <laughs> and I was, if you if you want me to be honest, I was going to spend four of my episodes yeah. looking at those. But there's so many great names of God that I'm almost like, oh, yeah. I want to hit those. And I, I, mean, I think as an audience
0: too, I understand, like I would want you to go into some of the more obscure ones for, for, because right. I've spent so much time on the foundation ones. Right. It's like, well, but I don't know. There, there, obviously you need to touch on those foundations. Yes. But...
1: So we'll see. Maybe that becomes my cornerstone. Yeah. It's, and then I'll just build say, like, Hey guys, we're going to get you
0: know, all these foundation names out on the table. And not a bad idea.
1: Either way, I'm, I'm very excited just to spend a season freshly beholding God. And mm-hmm. and for me, I, I want to do it so I can know him better, not just know more about him, but I actually want to grow in my intimacy and dependence and my faith because I know his character. Yeah. And I realized the more I get to know him and the more he unveils himself, the more I can actually trust him. And the more I, I can follow his lead, even if it makes no sense in my life. So I'm very, very excited about that.
0: I That is about as thrilling of a series as I've ever heard of. I mean, I I just love that idea i think it's a great one and it's so obvious and it's like oh it fits you like a glove uh by the way this is not we, we weren't scheduled to talk about this but how is your uh, book doing you had any uh, good response from your new book oh describe your new book to our audience i don't know that we've ever talked about it at day <clears after.
1: throat> yeah so uh it, i think it's been a passion point of mine for way too long uh or it was way too, too long <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe i should say this I, I've, I've had this burden for well over 15 years, I think, to write a book on how to study the Bible. Uh, and I know with our students, you know, I walk through this idea of saturation Bible study where it's not just how to study the Bible, but why do we actually study the Bible, which is to actually grow in intimacy with Jesus Christ and then allow the truth of the word to transform our lives. <clears throat> and so uh, I've been tink- tinkering around with it for a decade, <laughs> but I finally uh, finished it up and it just released uh, two months ago. Um, and I-, I genuinely have not looked at, very much at yeah. where it's at um it has <clears throat> actually done really well the first day or two it hit number one on amazon which was uh mind-boggling That's and incredible. Uh, praise the lord um so that was a neat that was a neat blessing yeah. i i had surrendered it the day that it went live and just said jesus you can it's it's yours do yeah. whatever you want with it i uh, it's out of my hands uh, and for me it's not a it's not a money thing i that i don't really care uh for me i just have a burden for the church to begin to study, get back into the word of god mm-hmm. Um, and to really behold Jesus Christ, but do it not just for the the academic side of things, which I think is what most of the church has mm-hmm. gone to, but to actually study the word, to actually know the author, and yeah. to to, all, to delight ourselves in him, and then to be transformed by truth, yeah. not to live the same way we've always lived, but to actually yeah. be completely different, and to actually be conformed to the image of Christ. So that, that's kind of been the burden in the book, uh, it ended up being a lot bigger than I was expecting. I mean, it's uh, now granted, 100 pages is just the appendix. Yeah. So uh, it could have been shorter, I guess, um, but it, it's doing pretty well. It's it's um, every time I've taken it to a conference, it typically sells out, yeah. and uh, and it seems to be doing really well online. So, so the name, give the name and how someone can find it. Real oh, quick, it's a saturation Bible study, and I'll put a link for it in the show notes if anybody's.
0: And the author is N. R. Johnson. Yes. So if you type in Nathan Johnson, Google will be confused, but N. perhaps uh, people
1: enough people have done it where I think yeah. Amazon. Is linking it. It out. is linked it. So
0: and uh, so, just as I don't even know that I've talked with you about this, but Kip in the times because I'm doing discipleship with him, he wants to read through the book. So we've been reading it through out loud. Oh, I'm honored. Thank uh, together, and he's he's loving it. I'm I'm loving it too. And then Harper snuck it the other day and ran off with it and was reading it. And so that's a that's a good sign. Uh, I'm so, honored. Thank you. Yeah, that's so well done on that front. Uh, we're entering into a very exciting season, Bud. It is. Um, uh, I think you and I are both uh, anticipating uh, the newness of the season, the newness of the campus, the newness of the, just the the time period we're in. It's, God is always doing a new work, and I love that. And I love the freshness of spring. It just always reminds me of that. Uh, and
1: so. That's uh, true. Would you mind even just, as we're wrapping up, would you just even pray for those who are listening? Yeah. Uh, one, I think it would just be good, because we live in crazy days, just to be freshly encouraged that these are great days to live in. And then two, I think it'd be good, even just a preparation of our hearts as we head into the summer season, one for us as communicators, but even for those who'll be listening, I think it'd be really good to be praying that there would be a sensitivity to <clears throat> not just hear a bunch of good messages, because uh, I know your desire too, is not just to give a bunch of content yeah. and be like, wow, look at, we had another series, but that people's lives would actually be practically transformed and, we'd, and we would actually live as the body of Christ, as the church ought Amen. to live. Amen. Amen. Father, that's what we ask
0: for. We ask for fresh vision. Fresh vision to live strongly and powerfully in this day and age. To not complain about the time period in which we've been put, but to cherish the fact that we have been set on earth for such an hour as this. Lord Jesus, I pray for courage and strength. I pray for a deepening of uh, spiritual understanding, spiritual intimacy. I just pray that you would draw each one of us into a deeper place than we've ever before known. Lord, awaken your church. Revive us, Lord, for the hour at hand. And Lord, I pray that the powers of darkness would be counteracted by a church that is alive, strong, vibrant, and fervent in our faith. Lord, we love you and trust you. It's in the precious name of Jesus Christ that we pray this, amen Go to ellerslie.com forward slash daily to get all the details. Thanks for listening.